Black Men Podcast. Walk with me. Let it ride. I won't talk about it. That's funny. That's ill, though. One stick, one pink. That's a celebration. Yeah, that is ill. He said, I'm, I'm fucking y'all up. <laughs> Pause. That's, that's crazy, sir. Oh, shit. That little nigga probably talk mad shit off camera. We don't even know it. Oh, yeah. All of them. Like, he's, he's so calm. He's so. <laughs> he's so poised. He'd probably be like, fuck y'all. Right. As he should. All right, I, like man, he, I like I like what he said when they asked him about being up three one though. What he said because I don't listen to them niggas press conference. Nah, he said we ain't done yet. We ain't accomplished nothing. He was like, so I don't know what you're talking about. That's real. I mean, that's a fact. Yeah. Don't be gassing me up to say no goofy <laughs> shit for y'all to quote it and got me looking bad. Everybody stealing that shit from Kobe when he said that shit. Come on, man, you sound like a Kobe fan. Nobody stealing that. <laughs> You know I'm not a Kobe fan. I see your, your I see your boy LeBron caught on though. <clears throat> what you mean? He almost said some slick shit. Then he was like, "Nah, I ain't got to talk about that. I've been doing this too long." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he started he laughing. Did. <laughs> he almost did. He almost did. He did. He almost did. I'm glad he did. So don't be yeah. asking me about Dylan Brooks, bro. You being disrespectful. Don't ask me about him. Yeah, I'm LeBron like, James, man. James, man. Shit, y'all bitch ass. So why is he guarding me anyway? Me. Yo, <laughs> Jared Jackson won Defensive Player of the Year, and I'm just amazed at why he's not guarding LeBron. I agree. Anthony Davis, I don't even think he's better right now. I don't know where he is. But he, I don't think Jalen Jackson can't hold LeBron on the wing. On a, that's that's the that's I think the that's issue. De- I think that's debatable. His lateral quickness is, is way more. Not debatable. Every time he rotated to that man on the wing, LeBron blew by his ass. Every fucking time. He doesn't blow by Dylan Brooks? Well, that's different. What? He's supposed to. Then exactly. So, but if you're the defensive player of the year, I I shouldn't be so easy for me to blow by you. But you can you can angle them off. You're supposed to have shot blockers in the paint. Who who else is in that shot blocking? They all hurt. All right then. Both of their shot blockers hurt. Uh, hurt you, can, you can't angle him off. Then you can't angle them off. All you can do is push him to other defenders. But who else? What they when you know damn well when that man get a full head of steam, what they doing? I think JJ did a good job of blocking, and then LeBron said, "Oh, I got something for you. Take that shit up high," and that shit was arching over his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "God," because he had three blocks back to back. Then all of a sudden, LeBron went to the cup and hit him with the. So here I mean, you go. You're not you're not gonna stop him anyway. You're just trying to contain him and make make his baskets harder. Yeah. Now he's shooting over your hand off the backboard. But I want I want him to go to the basket with a full head of steam. I want him to keep doing that. By the fourth, I'm saying, mm-hmm. as an as an opponent, I will. By the fourth quarter, he's gonna be a little gassed. He's gonna be gassed because in the fourth quarter of this past game, he was yeah. he was gassed. People he don't think about that. He only scored two points. 
He only let him keep scores let him keep, Yeah, let him keep going. But that's, that's what I think that your team, because he was the reason. Well, let's start the pod first. What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, Tosh Shanti. This is who I am. Trick, that is who I am. You're now tuned into the Black Male Podcast, episode 103. Yeah. Um, as you can see, we, we on our sports talk already. So, you know, might as well keep going at it. I think the problem was in this last Lakers game was LeBron had to keep them in the game from the first, second, and third quarter because Anthony Davis only had two points come to fourth. I, saw so, I think come to the end of the third, he only had two points. I mean, I didn't see the game, but I saw the stats. Right. I was at work. And I was like, what the fuck is going on, son? And then you saw me and Daryl in the group chat back and forth about it. Yeah, I'm reading it. And then, and then LeBron just started, had to go off. And then at about the fourth quarter, he slowed down because it's like, he got y'all up by 10. All right, yo, somebody else got to help out here, yo, because I can't be, I can't be everything. You know, the man ended with, <laughs> he ended with a 2020. 2020 and 7. You see the new nickname that that shit gave him on one of them podcasts? I forgot no. what podcast it was. I don't watch all of them. They call it, you know, I'm a clip watcher, bro. I ain't watch nobody podcast. Mm-hmm. On half man, half a season. <laughs> oh, so Anthony Davis? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I still call him Street Clothes. <laughs> After Charles Barkley called him Street Clothes Davis, I was like, yo, that man Charles- name is Street Clothes to the end of the time, son. Charles Barkley Cole. My light is too bright right now, son. This shit is killing my vibe. You trying to look brown skin, that's all. That's what's up. What you mean? I am brown skin. Fuck you, son. Been dark skin on your life. Cut it out. I ain't never been dark. Wow. I didn't say dark, dog. You put an extra D on it. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Yo. Hey. That was a little spicy. I put an extra D on it. God damn, boy. You had, oh, a cayenne, you had a cayenne pepper shot today, bro. Woo. Oh, shit. You were fast, too. Whoa. 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 Shit. We turned it down the wrong street right now. So. Yo, I forgot everything I was carrying to say, bro. That's you know, Yo, he said you put an extra D on it. Damn. <laughs> You a spicy individual, bro. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Yeah. All right, let's calm down here. Let's let's not digress. Slow down, slow down. Slow down, well, man. Street clothes Anthony Davis. <laughs> he's he he's yo, every time he falls, he grabs something. I'll be like, yo, this man is done for life, son. But JJ Reddick did make did make a point. Even though it's fans, fans, we don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All the work these guys go through that they put in with their body, man. A lot of these guys are just beat up. They just don't really have it. You know what I'm saying? As fans, we don't want to hear that shit. Yo, I love, I love what JJ said when it came to Kawhi, and and I can agree with what he's saying and still say, "Fuck that shit." That's <laughs> like, what I'm saying, as fans, like, as fans, it's, we it's don't care. Shit, I man. think, I think he articulated that position better than anyone else has up to this yeah. point. Yeah. But what he has to understand is Stephen A is a fan. Right. He's not trying to act like he's an ex-player. And, and then and then let's look at let's look at the breakdown. Yo, we and we jump it around, but um, Kawhi hasn't played a half a season. I'm not even talking full season. He hasn't played a half a season since he left the Spurs. And he's been gone for years now. 
He hasn't yeah. even played a half a season. He, he, he didn't get 82, a lot of It's an 82 man. game season, bro. 82 games. And he hasn't even played 40 games, 41 and a half. But teams was <laughs> signing him on like when the Toronto signed him, they wasn't tripping. Right. Nope. They got a chip though. Right. And when the Clippers signed him, they but that, but that's because they was kissing his ass. You know, Toronto was kissing his ass trying to get him to stay. I don't know what Toronto thought that he was gonna stay. He wanted to go to LA, but he didn't want to go to um Lakers with LeBron. He I don't think they really kissed his ass that bad, man. When they realized he wanted to leave, they was like, fuck it, we got to chill. Down to the end, they was on his nuts, and then he he let it known at the end, yo, I'm about to hit. But yeah, See, like you said, they got they got a chip. I mean, so that's a great thing. But they would have got that chip with DeMar DeRozan. LeBron was gone. LeBron was gone. They would have got that chip with DeRozan. They would have got, got, got a chip with DeRozan, bro. They would have got I, I, I can't believe it. They made it to the finals. They made I it can't to the Eastern Conference finals. I, three I just can't believe I just can't believe you made a definitive statement. About I'm making a definitive statement, bro. Definitive. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals three years in a row with the Rose. They couldn't make it pass because of who? It's only one person they kept losing to. Even Kawhi wasn't going to beat him with, with that team. It's Man, not going to happen, bro. If that's what, what you feel, bro. I just, <laughs> I just There's nothing you're going to say made me agree with DeMar DeRozan winning a chip anywhere, bro. He's a great player, man. I love his game. You can love his game all day. Doesn't mean he's gonna get a chip. He would have won the chip. They would have won. Not with that team. I don't see it. It was the same team. The only person was different was one person. And Kawhi's a way greater player than Demar Derozan is. Still doesn't mean nothing. He nothing. Yes, it does. To no, my to my point, you said it's the same team. Kawhi is a greater player than Demar Derozan. So you can have the same team. You add a greater player to it. It's a different angle. Where he's a greater player at than Demar Derozan. Defensively, for they one, play, they play. They both play defense well. Tamar DeRozan does not play the defense that Kawhi plays when he's on the floor. You can't even say that. Tamar yes, DeRozan I can. Is, yes, I can. Tamar DeRozan has never been an all-defensive player ever in his life. Yes, I can say that. He plays great. He plays great face-up D, and he plays he plays good face-up D, great um off-ball D. You're saying good. Kawhi plays great defense. Period. He just doesn't play that much. So now you forgot. Kawhi's always been one of the best defenders in the league, man. He just don't play no more because he's always hurt. When the last time he won a defensive player award? Because he only plays 40 minutes and 40 games a year. You got to <laughs> play. We, we ain't going to agree on this because he hasn't played good defense in I a said, long time. You can't win a defensive award without playing less than like 50, 55 games. You said yourself he never plays more than 40. So right. he can't win an award. He's not eligible. But he wasn't doing that great of a defensive job when he was with Toronto. Wasn't, I mean, okay. He wasn't stopping nobody. Was, who was he stopping? I mean, if that's what you feel, he's always been a great defender. Toronto, he had a different role. They just got him there to win a championship. Yo, they didn't make, need him for that. You make excuses for things to fit your no, narrative. And I'm sorry, it doesn't, it's not going to work. It's not going to work this time. I'm supporting my narrative. You're supporting yours. How are those considered excuses? <laughs> those are excuses. That's not excuses. You asked me to support my narrative. That's where I'm coming right. from. I get you. That's not excuse. I get you. That's an excuse. You play 40 games. I'm using your fat. <laughs> you brought that to the table. You did. You, now, if you, you want to tell me. You did use my If statement. you want to tell me. No, listen. If you want to tell me DeMar DeRozan is more durable and he's more available, I can't say nothing. <clears throat> right. True. Kawhi <laughs> has. I have nothing for you then. Because <laughs> Kawhi if you're has. Gonna tell me, if you're going to tell me he's more dependable, hey, bro, I just move on. <laughs> I ain't got nothing for that. Last time I saw Kawhi play, he had 38 points. He looked just fine. They said after the game, he couldn't hardly walk. 
Yeah, I think I personally think he's done. Kawhi is not faking. I'm telling no, you, they, no, I don't they, think he's faking either. I don't think he's faking either. I heard when I heard the um, I only heard it yesterday the reports they were saying, yo, mm. people don't understand when Kawhi has good games, they said he can't walk. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, damn. <laughs> and he's just constant meniscus tears in the same knees. Now, again, it's a meniscus tear now. Yep. Man, yeah. Kawhi is going to be like, man, listen, either I play for 30 games, y'all leave me alone, or just cash me out. Because I'm sure his, his, his contract is mostly guaranteed. I'm no, his contract guaranteed. And I think they got like 100 and something on the books for him for next season. So the next two seasons. <clears throat> For them, they they're gonna have to if they're gonna want them, they they ain't gonna be able to trade them. Cause I don't know if anyone's gonna pick up pick that contract up. And anything, they're gonna have to gibble the arena some. They put all that team together like for nothing. They never got a chance to really play together. For, Paul George has been hurt. Bro, Paul George has been hurt for so long too. He's another one. People forgetting he, he was there. He hasn't been in shape and I mean he hasn't been able to play in forever. And the Russell one player role runner. Yeah, I was about to say the one player that has no durability issues cannot make a jumper to save his life sometime, and that's Russell Westbrook. He yeah. played well for them. He played well for them in the playoffs, but oh no, he was like three for eighteen last game. Though he was, he was missing. Bro, I watched him come down the court and set up. I said, "Russ, don't shoot it." And it just the way he went up, I was like, "Ugh, that's gonna be short." That shit was short. It was airball city. Even the crowd was like, "Ah." Yo, he he's 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 fundamentally ignorant, man. Who you think going who you think going um make it to the finals? What's the what's your finals look like? The East is ugly, man. The East is hard. Cuz be honest with you, bro, it, Miami it's... Miami is up 3-1 currently as we record this podcast. Miami is up 3-1 it's over. It's, it's, it's on over, on, it's on, on what's in a Greek freak. It's now. over. Bro, I think that, Gian, Giannis is hurt. No, Giannis, Giannis is hurt or is his, back. His, 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 his heart just ain't there right now, man. Nah, his back. His back. You know how it is, bro. If you got back issues, he's seven. He's about seven foot with them back issues. You can't, you can't even be mobile. You can't even be mobile like that. But truthfully, I think the Bucs should be able to beat Miami without him. I agree. And that's what I was about to say. There needs – I hate to say it. No, nah, I don't. There needs to finally be a coaching change there. And some of them players. See, here you go to my theory. I told you. They got to blame somebody. Either yeah. the superstar or the coach. They're not going to play the honest. Nah. So the coach got to go. You just because said it. He, I've always he, said that. He got to X and know it, though. He got to X and when your star is I'm, out, I'm you not knocking you. But I'm not knowing it. I've always said it. It's going to be the superstar. It's going to be the coach. It's one or the other, whether it's I mean, fair or true. not. Whether he's it's fair or not. But he's been there for a minute. He's been there for a minute. And, and this seems to always show up with his. They've teams. been moderately, moderately successful consistently. And after a while, you get comfortable with that moderate success. Yeah. Hey, bro, you took us as far as you can take us, man. Yeah. Go somewhere else. That's that's definitely where they at right now. Because the Bucks should have really ran through the East easily this year. Yeah. On paper. I agree. I agree. Brooke Lopez is playing defense. He hits three-pointers. Yeah. You got Bobby Porter's killing off the bench. Yeah. Drew Holiday's one of the best defensive guards out there. You yeah. still got Middleton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got Rocky Balboa coming out. Now, now look what you're saying. All of those things. All outlines a coaching issue. I mean, it's debatable. What coach was is it? Ain't Budenhauser, bro. Yeah, when, you, the, when you got to live with your superstar, it, is it an issue? Listen, no. Is it an issue when you get out coached by Eric Spoelstra? 
I think you get out coach period is, is an issue. You should you should be down. So. You should be down three one. You should be down three one. I, mean, I like a, I like I like I like that's a, that's that's a different <laughs> argument if you're talking about three one. But I was just saying right. just being out coached by Spolster. That's not really out coach a game is different being out coached a series. Ah, right, you make sense once in a while. Okay. <laughs> what you mean? That was a dope statement right there. No ball. <laughs> Damn, I can't even agree with you, man. What you no, no, it's just funny how you said that shit. Right? Because you still, I, through, I, you still through a little underline, uh, little jab. In that, liver. Uh. that liver. Boy, that liver, boy. That liver punch make you. That liver punch make you kneel down, boy. Ooh. As, as we can see, as we can tell. <laughs> I mean, shit, might as well change up. You know what I mean? We got boxing. Javante Davis versus um Ryan. What's his name? Ryan, um, Ryan Garcia. Garcia. They saying allegedly he had a problem on that side from sparring. Somebody tore his body up. And Davis Block. knew about it. Block. You wouldn't blocking that. <laughs> the way that punch came, he wasn't blocking that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He should, he if you know you got There's that no issue, way. There's no way don't don't throw. Don't throw that haymaker that you always throw that everybody know you're gonna throw. He did it. Yo, he probably he felt did good, it three though. times in a row. No, what I'm saying not uh, not not defending them, but devil's right, advocate. Right. If you do get that part hurt, right. you feel good until you get hit there again. That's true. You probably felt good. His son hit him, and he was like, "Oh, wait a minute." Because yeah. <laughs> think about it, bro. He telegraphed that. If you watch the replay over, you can see where Javante he he threw it, he ducked it. He tested him again. Dude threw it again. He ducked it. On the third time, he was smiling. When he stuck his fist out there, he stuck his fist out there and watched him. He's smiling and do do it again. He knew he was gonna throw it, and he weaved that shit and, uh, and he got hit. He got hit too. But he, yo, I want to take the fight. Somewhere. And then he laughed at him. Then he laughed at when he hit him. He knew that shit hurt him because he just smiled him once again because he knew that that was an injured space spot too. He knew yeah, that was bro. an and, and you lost weight to fight him? Like, I mean, you needed that payday, though. I ain't mad at you. Get paid, but... Right. I want Tank to have some good fights, man. These ain't it. You don't think that was a good fight? Nah. It was entertaining, but that ain't the fight I want to see. Who the fight you want to see? Yo, that's, you got you got Spence. You got all these dudes that can be moving around. Back in the days, dudes was fighting yeah. each other. Spence need to fight somebody. It's somebody else Spence needs to fight before. There's several. I'm not saying these to happen next. You just asked me a name. I just threw right. a random name out. There's a lot they of niggas. Not, they, are, they, are, they, are they even in the same weight class? No, they're not. But people lose weight and gain weight all the time, B. That's the game. Back in the days, there was no problem. Niggas fought. Niggas was warriors. Now niggas is protecting their numbers. And I ain't okay. mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Yo, I, I get what you're saying. I'm going to finish the people within my weight class before I go fight somebody outside of my weight Son, class. Garcia wasn't in his weight class? That's because Garcia wrote a check that his ass couldn't cash. Garcia yeah. was the one that wrote that, who kept that talking. He cashed that check. <laughs> he did. He cashed it. And got his ass, <laughs> he got his ass hurt in the meantime. <laughs> hey, if I'm going to go down, I'll go down like that with my face saved. That joke piss pissing blood, boy. I nigga do it on himself. <laughs> Shit. I know when he went back in that locker room, that motherfucker was in the corner crying, son. That's fine. Wonder why he was in there. Yeah, because everybody, his old squad left him. That's some shady shit, bro. And Oscar De La Hoya punk ass is, he's something else, bro. But I, I also say this, Mayweather kept telling him, all right, you want to leave me? Cool, you can leave me, even though he's still signed under him at the moment. You go over there to Bob Heron, that same De La Hoya shit, 
is what you're going to be dealing with. I mean, you know, he tried something, bro. It happens. Yeah? I've never seen nothing happen like that that quickly, though. Never. What you mean? Everybody just disappeared at the end of the fight? Like His that? whole squad, bro. His whole team. No. So, I, remember, I remember when I was young playing ball in New York. Man, my dude, my dudes came through. They were coaching us for the game. You know, like tournaments. You ain't got no real coach. Right. They came and coached a little squad I played. It wasn't my real squad. It was a squad from my neighborhood and shit. Yo, right. we, we was getting our ass whooped, man. <laughs> I look over the bench. Everybody gone, son. We ain't had no coaches. Wow. <laughs> they just left y'all. Yo, they left us there getting whoops, man. They went That's back right. to the block, man. I'm like, y'all trash, son. Y'all yeah. supposed to be mentors. You're right. <laughs> they like, y'all ass. We out of here. It's a man, we ain't watching that shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I remember when our coach gave up on us. We was in high school, bro, playing. We had a whole game, son. You're supposed to be setting an example, man. <laughs> our coach literally, our coach, we was playing against this team. And this team was was cracking us. He, they were cracking our ass. And <laughs> pause. I said a pause. <laughs> playing my dope, man. What are you talking no, about? No, I'm talking about me. I said cracking, cracking our ass. Oh, I missed it. I'm, oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I said that repeated. What is, what is wrong with you today? I missed it. I heard it, but I, I kind of missed it. But, yo, and our coach said, yeah, you, since, little, since y'all not listening to us, since, he said, since you're not listening to me, y'all coach this game. Like, he literally left the huddle, sat on the other end of the bench, and we coached the game. The fucked up thing is, we lost, but we lost by one. We was down by fucking 30, damn near. Did you can't talk. You one. can't. What are you gonna say to me next practice? Oh, bro, he had a hard time. I told, I told you to listen. I told, I told you to listen to me, <laughs> son. You asked me, bro. He had a hard. Dog, he made us run bleachers and everything. And as we running bleachers, we talking shit. Yeah, but we only lost by one, and you gave up on us. We wouldn't have gave up on you <laughs> running the bleachers. Wish I had some bleachers now. Though. That should be hard, bro. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind doing that either. I wouldn't That'd mind. Be a good that. workout. I think about bleachers. Uh, I, used bleach. to, I used to run steps, but I want to find some stadium steps. Bro, bleachers used to be crazy, son. Yeah, because I can't do no straight running on flatland. Nah, me neither, bro. The way my it's knees boring. set up. Right, it's, it's just boring. boring. It's boring. It is boring. You got me running up a hill? Sprints? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I know, I and, and we'll switch. We'll go back to sports because there's a couple other things I want to touch on. But I will say this. God bless you. I'll say this, bro. Since I've been really heavy, heavy on back on my workout and taking my shit sick, I, I have another just motivation for things now. My knees and you know the knee with the plate with the steel plate in it, yo, it hasn't felt this good. It haven't felt this good in a long time. So, really, yeah, it haven't felt this good in years. What I mean, years. Why is that? I don't know what it is, bro. I got no idea because of the squats that I'm fucking finally doing. Shut up, man. (laughs) You feel better, right? (laughs) Yeah, I feel better, man. Man, yo, I wow. It's amazing, man. I swear. I hate you, yo. Yo, I learned so I learned so much on this podcast sometimes, bro. I, swear. I hate you, son. I hate you. So you, you you're one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no matter how you get there, as long as you get there. I'm just saying, man, because I'm doing the kettlebell squats and you know. You know how many people that work argue with me about that point you just made? Why? Because they don't they don't believe it. Uh, that shit, I look at all of these people with, with problems with their feet, 
I mean, feature can't do much. I'm talking about problem right. with their knees, their lower <laughs> back. I'm like, yo, your body is just out of shape and they can't carry the load. Yeah. As you strengthen your body parts, a lot of those pains will go away unless there's some kind of condition. That's right. Different. Right. Then I got people that don't train legs at all. And I'm just, I don't understand. Like, that's what is your weird. theory behind that? Yeah, that's weird. So you're skinny with a big ass belly and you're wondering why, you know what I'm saying? Your knees hurt, your lower right. back hurts. <laughs> right. Body fat is heavy, man. And all this, that's another thing. My back doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt anymore, neither, man. Wow. Shit's been on point. That's amazing, too. If you was here, put your ass in the headlock. That's amazing. That lower back? Bro, yeah, when that lower back feels good, See? that's a different, different situation. You can get lower on that stroke and don't be sore later. Yo, don't be sore at all, son. <laughs> but I ain't front, bro. I was doing like doing my squats and I'm going like I'm you know, back heels on a plate, kettlebell in front of me. And when I go down, I'm putting my knees, my elbow touches my knees. So I'm down low. I'm tall. So that's a long way down up, long way down up. So as I get done with my exercise, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing as much cardio. I'm doing that as my cardio and I'm doing shorter. I'm doing, um, I'm doing shorter break time. So I'm shorter break time within my sets. So I'm, I'm drenched in sweat. You know what I'm saying? Then I do a couple back exercises, um, do Superman presses. And I got done. And I was like, normally you'd be exhausted. I'm like, shit, I know it's an hour. I'm gonna just go put the I'm gonna put the treadmill on incline and I'm gonna walk for about 15. You know what I'm saying? I did my hour workout, I try to do an hour every time. And I just went ahead, I felt so good. I was like, let me do, let me do about 15 minutes on this, on this incline on the treadmill. And then walk the in, walk the incline, and I did that for a little while, man. Shit, look at you showing up. Okay, but you start to feel better, man. It just it reminded me of when I was always working out back in the day when I was constantly working out. Just felt good because my body didn't hurt, bro. When your body be hurting, bro, you don't be motivated. <clears throat> shit, bro, you be like, God damn. You know what I'm saying hurt. if 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 working out can relieve body pain, it can mm -hmm. relieve. Stressing the mental. Yeah, it definitely does that. Why do people stray away from it so easily and so distant, so quickly? Because you know why, bro? Because anything that has to do with work that's a little bit hard, people give up, bro. Some people don't have no willpower, son. You give up, so you... And then, and then you get fat, you... and then your body breaks down, and then you wonder why, or you go to the doctor... And they give you a thousand medications, and you like what, why? Which, I'm which path? Which path stuff? is harder? I agree. I agree. You know what I'm saying, dude. <clears throat> first of all, when people look at working out, they looking at it through the wrong lens. You can't look at it through these people on IG. That's nope. not your path, your journey. Nope. You might never have a six pack. You might never have muscles. Right. But you can be healthy. Can be healthy. You know what I'm saying? Hell, all women ain't got big titties. All women ain't got no fat ass. Like so, nope. I mean. But you're responsible for your health, though. Yeah, I agree. You sit there and destroy your health, mm -hmm. and then you act like there's nothing you can do about it. And they'd be but mad when you're looking at your your body and I used to look so pretty. I used to do this, that, and the third, fam. You can still you can still be I. Right. But you, oh my god, yeah, this yeah. is crazy. You let your body get all the hell, mm -hmm. and then this man has to still look at you every day and act like you're the most beautiful thing in the world. Yep. He still loves you as a person. I mean, your spirit is what it is. Right. But, is you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you let you let the casing go to shit. 
Yeah. So I, I like I look at my wife, bro. E works out every pretty much every day. She works out every day. She's like really all of a sudden she just she's super health conscious because of high blood issues and stuff like that. You know, she ain't never really big, but she really been taking a really conscious um effort in her um her workouts and working out because she wants to take herself off of certain medications and she wanna um you know what I'm saying? And she wanna feel good and look good. So she's been heavy on it, man. I've been I've been watching. She's been my greatest motivation because I'm like, yo, I can't be around here looking like some fat, greasy slob and my wife around here looking high and tight and delectable. Eventually, she's going to be looking at me like, nigga, get it together or, you know what I mean? And I'm and that's just my mind. It depends. And she may not do that. Cause my wife ain't going to I don't believe she'll do that to me, but in yeah, my mind. Women, women different from us, bro. We can get fat, dead, man, they'll still all this Rub us on a belly and all that kind of crazy. Thug, and thug it right on out with your ass. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, have your ass all fucked up thinking you okay. Look at yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I was sitting here at 325 eating telling me I'm good. Like, I'm motherfucker, I'm, I was 325. Yeah. I wasn't good. But now I'm at 292 when she's like, I'm liking this, Sean. Of course, nigga. I ain't got this shit way out here. Big ass belly. And tired, yeah, and tired. Look at all that shit. Look at all that shit we saw Sunday. Right, right. It was just a a, a, a fashion show out of shape, niggas. Yeah, it was. It was a hodgepodge effect. Auntie's auntie's out of control. <laughs> Little slim shorty told me she used to be a trainer. I'm like, yeah, okay. I laughed my ass off, bro. She ain't brushed them teeth though. No, she wasn't. She was trying to throw. She was trying to throw some um throw some shots at you. Son, I'm good, B. Yo, you was you was swerving that shit more than more than fucking <laughs> Tank Davis. She was throwing it. Yeah, I'm all right, man. I was laughing. I was like, all right. I'm I'm comfortable being an old guy in the room, yo. I'm I'm all right. You know what I mean? Respectfully, right? I appreciate right, right. you. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we security. There ain't no goddamn security. Fuck out of here. Yo, I was like. We was spot, we sitting in one spot vibing to the music. I am not about to bounce nobody up out of here. We protect we protecting the wall, nigga. Yes, yeah, about it. You know what's crazy? We man, protecting every, ourselves. Man, niggas, I know that I ain't seen in a long time was like on the other side. Oh, where? Because I show all the pictures and shit. You know, you know, she's took mad pictures. This, this, this is what I don't like about some people, man. This is kind of off topic of the show, but I just got to say this, yo. All right. I appreciate friends that don't cap. Yeah. Seize is my brother. That nigga is so he cap, bro. <laughs> you said you wasn't coming, all right. of this shit, and I, I see you walking around, right? You say, man, fuck taking pictures with niggas. I see them niggas all the time. Nigga, you posted like 50 pictures, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with enjoying the company no. of people you haven't seen in a long time. I agree. Because I said, I said events like that, I like going, see people I ain't seen in a long time, we can take pictures, document the time, because you never know the last time you see somebody. There was some people over there. That's real. There was some people there that I ain't seen in a minute. Mm -hmm. and, you know, face to face or whatever. And you did everything against what you said, just the day before. <laughs> you know how your bed is, bro. Yo, I don't understand why people do that. I know everybody been hitting me like, yo, what is that place, man? Where's that you was at, man? The, the vibe was right. I'm like, I almost think you crazy if you don't know about London Bridge, but yeah, I talk to I say, yo, that's London Bridge, bro. That shit is always kind of like that. But, I, but I tell you, that wasn't a regular Sunday night. 
that was not a regular Sunday. I mean, every Sunday night it's a nice vibe, but yeah, it is. But when they bring was... various DJs out there like that, because they have like eight different DJs out there. Yeah, they did. That was fire for that venue. How packed it was, and but you still it was packed, but we still had space. You know yeah, I mean? as long as you ain't in the middle. Yeah, I'm not. I ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? But yo, let's let's move. Let's let's run quick hits right quick in the football department. Aaron Rodgers, he's finally over there with the Jets. He finally walked in facilities. How you think the Jets gonna do this year? I don't. They got some firepower now. They're not in our division, so we good. Nah, I just I think that I think they're gonna implode just like the Grizzlies did. I don't think it's gonna be any team chemistry because Aaron Rodgers is a problem, bro. Young dudes don't respond to old niggas that talk shit all the time, bro. Agree. <laughs> just don't, man. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like talking to the young dudes. I mean, yeah, except yeah, the disrespectful too. ones. I enjoy it. Yeah, like, hey, Roadside Assistance came when they fixed my time. Me and him talked for like 30 minutes, man. Dude just kept <laughs> talking, man. I mean, you know, I mean, that was off the topic. But Aaron Rodgers, is, he's not going to mentor all these young receivers. Nah. You know what I mean? He's just, then again, people change. I just don't see him doing it. No, I don't see him doing it. His personality is what it is. I don't know if coming up under Brett Favre has something to do with it. Because he's, he was... he's doing the same thing Brett Favre did to him. Yeah, that's what and, I'm saying. And I don't... going to the same place that Brett Favre went. But see, I don't, I don't want to assume that affected his character because he might have been that person all along. Right. Because then you got somebody like Shannon Sharp that said when he came in the league, people didn't help him. And he always said if he got in that position, he wouldn't He would that. help, yeah. And you see who he mentoring. He mentoring one of the best um, tight ends yeah. in the game right now. Yeah, like for myself in the workplace, I've never had older black people be instrumental in any kind of way. So, <laughs> so thank you. If I'm around a younger dude, younger man, younger woman, you know, I don't, I don't have a problem talking to him, dropping a drill bro, or two. I always worked in a, right. I always worked in the office full of women, bro. I've always worked in environments full of women. Or if it's if it's not all black women, it's all white women. Have you have you found them receptive when you speak to them on things, or they were combative, or half and half? I don't the combative, bro. I ain't never really. I've it's always only, worked it's around only one, women, yo. Me too, me too. It's only one woman that I've ever worked with that's always that's always gave me that gave me jewels and was just the sweetest woman. And I didn't think she was gonna be that way when I first started working with her. When I used to work in, in a county office, I was working in um in um accounts payable. And I was a uh, um I, I used I had my accounts in Miami and you know when it was time to pay or I needed to do collections and hit them up. That's what I would do. And they were businesses. Um, yo, she was the sweetest woman. She passed away a few years ago, man. She might have been the sweetest older white woman. I, I, I thought she was a racist. Right? I, I ain't going to front. I have avoided talking to her. and But we had to work close together. And then all of a sudden, man, we was eating lunch together. I would come to our house, hang out with her and her husband. Like, she was the sweetest, coolest woman I ever met. And to a point where when I left Florida, she found me on Facebook, and we were friends on Facebook up until she passed away. I went all the way to Florida to go to her funeral. Outside of that, there's no place I've worked with where it's a bunch of women, and it was not an issue, down to a point where women busy fighting each other. Especially, playing, especially when I worked at the city of Raleigh. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. But playing oh. devil's advocate, a lot of times we look at certain people on the cover. Yeah, we do. 
assume what kind of person you are. Like my Facts. my main mentor was a white dude. Mm-hmm. And he was like one of the realest people I ever met. You know what I'm saying? I met him not knowing who he was. Right. And we ended up becoming cool because he asked me a question about work and I gave him a straight up answer. I thought he was just visiting. I didn't know he was going to be plant manager, then VP right. and, and promote me like that. But anyway, we judge books by the cover. Like sometimes we look at white people, sometimes they just appear to be racist yeah, by their I mannerisms. Agree. I agree. But sometimes they look at us, especially being that we're larger in stature than most people, as if yeah. we're intimidating figures. Yeah, I agree. And like, like one of my best friends at work, man, she's older not lady. Or not intelligent. <laughs> no, nah, but one of my best friends at work, older lady, white lady, 72. Like, when I miss work, I come back. She runs and gives me a hug. She, she brings me little things of coffee sometimes, man. We talk. And, you know what I'm saying? She's a sweet lady. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she don't want me to leave because she know I'm leaving soon or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, and right. I amazed her in conversation because she just loves talking to me because I guess the words that come out don't seem like they come from me. Right, right, right. Yeah, big lady. He just beats up people. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this Joanne, I ain't put my hands on an individual probably in 20 years. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I look, <laughs> like nobody those, doing all that. Them same stigmas Sweetheart. you get, I, I've received, I get as well. And it'd it be funny, man, because it's in the workplace, you work at a, you work in an organization, you work at a place, and you'll have people auto- automatically predeceive notions about your character. Until you actually have a conversation, or until you actually do, like even at my current current organization that I work for, I know it's look on my team that I work on. I'm the only black guy. I'm the only black guy, and I'm the only um, I'm the only straight man on our team. You know what I'm saying? So I'm the only black guy, and I'm the only straight male. On the team, you know what I mean, and so, Ooh. yeah. So I know at first there probably was some predeceived notion about me. Yes, they look at my resume and say, "Oh, he's highly capable of doing this particular." Job. Well, because you're you're not alternative. No, no, just I'm black guy, bro. I'm the, I'm the six foot six black the, men are alternative too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when tall, when they, tall ones too. Right, 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 right. When they met me, it was I. I'm the six foot six guy with with locks. I'm coming in there. I, I wear I wear my polo collar shirt, slacks. Everybody in jeans. They, they I'm just like the old thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm I'm thinking office professional etiquette with clothing. Now I've curved that since I've been working there. I be chilling now. Um, what I'm but, saying though, and and, and 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 this is not even an insult. Anybody right. thinks it's an idiot. Right. Bro, when you walk in the room, there's nothing about you that looks imposing. You look like a friendly person. But that's now, young young niggas would take that as some sucker shit. But no, but you, you look because, like an approachable person. But that's because I've learned to adapt to my surroundings when I'm in the public. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, whatever it is, so whatever you know, it is, for you somebody, know we got to. I have to make sure I'm approachable. You right? For somebody no, to think that shit, they just have an issue with black people, bro. Like I agree. I agree. That's just crazy. But yeah, I know. And it, now I won't deny. Um, it's a couple of the black girls at my at the organization I work for. A lot of us are spread out all over the place. We had an in company event, and um, once somebody asked me, they said, "Um, Sean, are you with so?" I said, "Yeah, I'm married. Um, I've been married for at that time. I was like, I've been married for nine years. My wife and I've been together for X amount of years." And um, one of the black girls walked up to me at the end, and she was like. 
Sean, I said, what's up? And I won't say anything. I said, what's up? She's like, I know I haven't spoke to you and this, that, and third. She was like, but I am happy. I said, what you happy about? And this is bad. She's like, I'm happy to know that you're not gay. Not bad. Right? I'm happy to know that you're not gay. Okay. And, and I'm happy to know that you're married to a black woman. I said, how you know I was married to a black woman? Ooh. I haven't said anything. I said, I haven't said anything. She's like, Sean, is your wife black? I said, yes, she's black. She, I, she, her she was smiling. She said, and I'm happy as hell to know that your wife is black. And that's it. And we've been the best of buddies ever since that one conversation, that one so, time. <laughs> so, if, so if your wife was white, y'all couldn't be friends? She probably wouldn't talk to me like that. Really? I think a lot of black women are tired of that shit, bro. I mean... I don't look at it like I used to. I don't look at it as me too. I don't look at it like I used to either. That's like but I don't care, nigga, man. Me, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I can't I can't I can't show you to fall in love with, bro. You love you love who you love. You know what I'm saying? Some of these situations, you. some of these situations, them European women are treating these guys amazing. Right. But I Others, think also the ones that we know about, right. I can't say that that's the majority because I don't I, I don't know. Because there are some. I got a cousin that married a white woman, man. They he's happy as hell. Like right. I think mm -hmm. I think the problem is with black men when we do um date outside our race, we um we we a lot of us go on a go on a tirade to say it's better over here than it is over there. No, I don't I don't agree. I don't like I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think I think that's, that, that's stupid. That aspect of it is the it to me is the worst. Like we we shouldn't have to down one side because we over on another side like the like the black oh. dude that's now dating um bill gates's daughter the guy that's with bill gates's daughter he puts a post on social media with bill gates daughter on his back oh y'all mad i'm tired of you darkies i had to come over to the other side why was that necessary you know what i'm saying you know, white, you know, like white people don't like that shit either, though. Oh, no, it's a lot of them. But think about it. You're personally already good. You're a Stanford grad, you MIT, you all this stuff. You're you're in the tech space. You created an app that now her dad purchased before y'all got together to be a part of Microsoft. You did not need to diss your own race to big up the little white chick you got on your back. You probably wanted to do that for a long time. Though. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes because the coonin, we we the cooning be the cooning. I mean, yes, but a lot of times, I remember Dennis Rodman was on this bullshit. He said we ain't had no money. Black women didn't like him. Right. So that was his justification for dealing with white women. Mm -hmm. I mean, white women ain't like you when you was broke either. Nope. No. Nobody. nobody. Nobody looks at that logic. No, That's like somebody right. saying black women didn't like me when I was fat. You lose weight, and now you mess with his white women. I mean, nobody likes you when you're fat. As far as you know, going by what your theory is, right? No, you're right. You know, so and plus, if you couldn't get no chicks while you was fat, you wouldn't really get no why you skinny neither, dog. I told you I feel about these fat niggas always talking about. Go somewhere and sit down and get healthy, man. <laughs> get your life together. <laughs> but yeah, that was the only that was that was the funny thing about my my job, man. Um, which I love the organization I work for. They pay me well. And I do my job and I go home. But you know, I got to go out to Tennessee in a couple weeks for five people, days. A lot of people don't realize how blessed they are to have situations where they can just go to work and go home. Yeah. 
I think I think even even in the aspect of me being an entrepreneur, my business is doing great. Um, you know, outside of like I'm trying to really grow this media space, but my other business is actually doing phenomenal. It's doing great. It's making a good bit of money, and I'm happy about that. As that's progressing, I I was always I had this mentality: I got to get out of this nine to five stuff so I could just fully focus on that. And then I watched, but then I always in my mind was like, yo. I do that, you know, I always kept in mind, like, if I do that and I leave this and I go over here and just do that focus and this fails, I got my family, I'm not going to be able to keep things afloat. But then I watched this dude who said, he was like, look, man, um, I know a guy, matter of fact, I know a guy who um, who also said the same notion that I saw on, online in video. He, and he's a millionaire. My man's a millionaire. He's been caked up for years, but he also has a nine to five. And he was like, bro, He's like, you know, I got a nine to five. And I was like, yeah. And he said, you know, I'm a millionaire. I said, yeah, I know you. You get into it. He was like, my nine to five, I make great money. It's not stressful. I could travel when I want to. I, I work from home when I want to. He was like, it's not a hindrance on what I personally do. He said, yes, I've been in the stocks. I'm in this. I'm in this. I'm in the real estate. I have all this going on and it's making me great money. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you know what I do, bro? I take my checks and I I float it. I let it go where it needs to go. And I'm making sure when I when I go, my wife and kids are going to be set. He was like, don't listen. And he was like, that non-nine to five shit don't work for everybody. He was like, bro, if you want to stick on your nine to five because you love what you do and that shit is flexible and you can still continue and conduct your business as such, stay your ass at that job. And I was like, touche. Well, I got, a, I got, a, uh, I got an issue with a lot of these internet prophecies mm-hmm. from different angles. It's just like a lot of DJs will talk about artists that don't like invest in their brand and this kind of shit, right? right. And then they want to charge you astronomical numbers for something they know they're not going to do. Not going to do at all. These dudes got kids. They got rent they behind on and all kind of shit, and they got their faith in these lies you telling them. You know what I'm saying? That's no, what right. gets the issue. And then you got people like. Steve Harvey talking about eight hours of sleep is too much because the stock market opens up at 5 a.m. This nigga gonna have y'all out here getting heart attacks because y'all don't go to bed at night, yo. Dying, straight up dying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want me to believe this man don't get his sleep at night, okay. You keep buying the books he's selling, y'all. I ain't trying to buy that, bro. Nah, me neither, bro. Because I know I can function on five, six hours of sleep because I fall, I fall asleep immediately. Right. So me I too. really do get five. Right. But I will tell you this. If I don't get five... There's a part of my night at work where everybody need to leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I ain't there. Yeah, right. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm standing up, but I ain't there. So <laughs> I'm banging out all my shit in them first six because I know them last two. <laughs> it's going to be downhill, son. Hey, what? Yeah, <laughs> listen. Ain't no telling what's going to happen that last two. No, I'm with you. Can you help me do this? Yeah, shit, man. I don't know, fam. <laughs> when you gotta have this done, bro? Cause uh... <laughs> now nah, I'm the same way, bro. I'm I'm someone I don't really get a whole lot of sleep. I get I try to get at least five hours. I try to at, at least at least five hours of sleep. I try to get. I may not get you know the fire was six to seven, eight hours, but I could get four to five. I'm gonna get this four to five hours. That's a guarantee. But I know myself, as long as I'm moving, I'm fine. But then when I sit still. Oh, once I sit down, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap, man. And um That's why I don't like driving at night. That's why I don't like driving at night. My body. Driving 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 can make you tired if you're driving for a long period of time. 
Mm-hmm. Some people roll the window down as so we turn the music up. I mean, only thing that honestly kind of keeps me awake is an audio book because I'm kind of thinking. Mm. But I'm still tired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm thinking, but I'm still tired. You know I mean? You'd be like five minutes from home and be like, damn, I know I'm yep. near home, but I kind of want to pull over and take a nap before I go home, and I'm five minutes from there. And them stoplights do not help, bro. No, nah, hell no. Nah. You'd be like, God damn, another red light? Shit. <laughs> But yo, man, I'm gonna move to this video. Um, hopefully it plays. We'll see. Oh, it's, it's been working somewhat right, but I think um, I think the audio at least works. Um, it's by um, it's something that that you sent me by Ayana Bandez, yeah. whatever her name is. You spit? Yeah, she was spitting on this. And it's another dem- another area in the conversation that I want us to talk about. I don't want us to talk about. I don't know. I'll explain once we listen. God is dying. Uh, I like a 92% my experience and my observation is that most women are men in skirts, mm. meaning that the way their presence, their being, the way we roll in the world. It's very masculine mm-hmm. because we've been conditioned and programmed out of our feminines. And when I say, I don't mean feminist movement in the world, I want to be a fireman or a football player. I'm talking about, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about that. I'm talking about how to be a woman in your being. Mm-hmm. What is the distinction between feminine power and masculine power? And we've been conditioned and trained to be men in skirts. We do everything like men. We compete like men. We, you know, I said this on the R spot a few weeks ago. I said, most women want their boyfriend to act like their girlfriend, you know, Mm. chatting, shopping. But when the man comes home, Mm -hmm. what they meet is another dude. Mm. (laughs) Mm. You know how women are up. It's just so. Why do you think that happened? And why do you think it's such a problem? It's a problem, first of all, because the feminine presence is missing on mm-hmm. this planet. And the That's why we got so many, so much hoopla and conflammation going on with the weather, with the politics, with the, because see, the old male guard is dying. That's the part I want to talk about. That's the, that's for me, that's the piece that was um, super important in this in this discussion because i don't i don't want to highlight on women and i don't want to focus on the, the female aspect of them being masculine and stuff like that i want us to focus in on being that we're men the male aspect of it being a masculine man is dead they've killed it they've made it so where is 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 something that's frowned upon is something that's is discussed as disgusting for you to be a masculine man they put all type of labels and things on it you know toxic masculinity um everything is shaming yep everything is in in a shaming process when you speak on men and then they highlight then what's highlighted is the non-masculine men the men that you know that does everything in a feminine way you know what i'm saying and i'm not talking about i'm not talking about gay men I'm not talking about gay men. I'm not talking about the LGBTQ uh, plus community. I'm talking about just heterosexual man that conducts itself who, you know, down to the clutch bags and fucking purses and stuff all the time. Like these guys are truly purchasing purses. 
You know what I'm saying? I do. I wear a I wear a a man bag. You know what I'm saying? But that shit is literally across my chest look like a book bag. I saw a dude the other day literally with the same purse I purchased for my wife. The same fucking uh, Chanel bag that I purchased for my wife, this dude had around his, like a messenger bag. Same purse. You know what I mean? And I look at how men are, how the the how it's being said that men don't even want, don't even like women. They just want to be around their homeboys all the time. Like, I mean, I, I don't like that. Like, but but what that's true. But that's truly what's going on. It's it's a lot of these young boys out here. Yeah, but to, to, to you, not that... like women. They love them. They like what they can be can do for them, but they don't it's like. You no, know, it's the difference between like and love. It's a difference. <laughs> Am I right yeah. or wrong? Is there a difference between like and love? I agree with you in theory, but the way you're communicating it, no, I don't. Okay. These men look at women as just like they're a piece of pussy. These women look at us like we'll come up. This is how it is. Right. That's the popular, when I hear young people talk, that's all I hear. But that's that masculine aspect for the women's side. I mean, you you can attribute it to that, but we grew up with our education being, like when I came up, like I got you for a few years, 5% right. nation hit. So we was reading all these books. Right. God's the earth, you know what I mean? Respecting the women, God's earth, boom. Laj Muhammad, reading all these books, man. Hip-hop, you know, you had your ignorant shit, you had your party shit, but you had your jewels. You know what I mean? That was part of our education. The education they're getting, I'm hearing people, what they're singing in their ears, they're talking about men being munches. Mm. And and you know, everything is bitch hold, this hold this, nigga this, nigga that. And I'm not blaming it on the music, but the children, I'm not going to say children, the young adults, right. a lot of them are not getting information anywhere outside of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want nobody twisted. That's like I'm blaming the music. You can express yourself however you want to in that studio. Mm -hmm. But as people, we have to protect the information we put in our computer. And the information that young men are getting and the information that young women are getting are teaching them that they each other. Right. People are having babies off for the first time having sex. People are having babies off of just that's all I want. I don't even want a marriage. I don't even want to be that's that's another one, but I'm that's another one, yeah. But same concept. One night, one night, we had a child together. Now for 18 years, I gotta give you money every month. You know what I'm saying? And knowing I wasn't prepared for that in the first place, I just wanted to get a quick nut. You just being reckless. You didn't care if you got pregnant or not. Right. Just like now you didn't this care child to put on the condom. And you're not even raising the child. Your mother's raising the child. So the child's being raised by grandma. Right. And probably my mother, too, because I wasn't ready for a child. Mm -hmm. And I see it all the time. It's like there was a time when young women had babies to where it's their mothers now. They have their fun or whatever, but their mothers now. That's why I always applaud women that can be mothers and still maintain a social life. Right. It can be done. That balance can be done. Young men as well. Not even young men. Are young men that have children. And can be a young man and still be a father. It's your responsibility. You take it. But I hear with these single mothers, they just can't wait to go to the club. They can't wait to get drunk. They right. they can't wait to Saturday to get drunk. Not knocking drinking. But when you have a child, life should be different. You have your fun, but that shouldn't be your focus. Right. And you're miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Away from the child. So you're bringing that misery home to the child. And then when the child doesn't give you exactly what you want... What do you end up doing? You end up whooping a child. Right. 
That's why I'm not a fan of that whooping shit, because I remember growing up getting whooped for shit that made no damn sense. And my parents didn't even drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's the drunk person. You know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah. and, you know, I took it somewhere, but that's the result of all of that. Then we don't have any black households anymore. That's another thing. But that was all the plan. That was the plan. Exactly. And we fell, we fell for it. And we still, we still falling for it. We're falling for it every day, man. I watched this video where someone, they were just showing something where it was just, it was a rendition where they was literally in Chicago. Someone had a, a truck full of guns in a box and they just left the door open. And all the little black kids running and grabbing the guns. And it's it's really truly based on something that really that they say really happened in Chicago. Some that and the government just literally goes in a in a well, um impoverished communities, put guns, population control, kill each other off. It's no different from the black parents when they bought the drugs in. Yep. You know it's gonna work. Yeah. You know it's gonna work. Because yeah. when I that's mean, stress- re- it's funny, Reaganomics, but Ronald Reagan trying to stop the crack epidemic by giving people all his time, and he was the leading crack distributor. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. Little, yeah, I mean, the Bush family had a big thing going on in Florida. Yeah, it all makes sense. It all makes yeah, sense. Definitely does. Because if I keep locking these niggas up, mm-hmm. I can stay in office. I just and I, know, and I know whoever gets locked up for selling my product can be replaced. Right. I just know me as a as a as a man raising raising young men. <clears throat> my whole goal is to teach and train masculine energy, positive masculine energy. I'm got to keep that information in that computer, man. I'm, always, I mean, always. I, I I hope for you to enjoy the days when 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 your sons can get my son age when you can really talk about real shit. And what? And when they can fail at things. Uh-huh. When they can make wrong decisions and can tell you about those decisions and right. why they're wrong. And then you right. can see they're listening without them knowing. No, and you know what, bro? Yeah, I, I've I've seen instances like even my youngest. So I'm teaching him on a lower scale and I'm trying to I'm putting I'm putting into him, putting into him keep to keep building him up. Cause he he has a he has a focusing issue. Yo, he came running home one one week, whole week. No issues at school. Positive. Everything is on point. He come running home on, on Friday. He know Friday, they can play their video game because I don't believe in video games throughout the week. Can't be on these video games. And, I, and, I've, and I've cut out YouTube during the week. Okay. So no video games and no YouTube. Friday, That's Saturday, fair. Sunday, have at it. Do what you do. That's fair. That's fair. Friday come, he come in, he come home from school, he puts his bag up, washes his hands, he come to give me a hug, let me know, ask if he can have a snack. And he said, Dad, I said, what's up? Um, can I have a snack? I said, yes, you can have a snack. You know you can. He was like, and this week I had a great week. I said, yeah, you had a great week. He said, you know why I had a great week? I said, why you had a great week, bro? He said, because we meditate and then I I repeat what you tell me every single day when I leave the house. I got to focus. I got to be responsible for my actions and stay out of trouble. <laughs> he was like, he's like, you say it to me every single day. So I repeat it to myself when I feel like I'm going to get upset at somebody doing something to me. Yeah. And I was Let's like, go. and I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, that works for him. You know what I mean? that, but it messed that, me up. That works for him. Right. You gotta keep going. Keep it going. Yeah. So I do it every day. Yeah, if I'm going. taking him to school, I give him some words of affirmation. 
If my wife takes him to school, I sit literally on the porch as he's getting in the car and he waits for my words. He literally, before he jumps in, he waits for me to finish my words and I'll do the thing. Yeah. Don't use this all the time. You know, and I'm giving him, don't use your heart all the time. Think with your mind. This and the third. And he'd be like, okay, okay. And jump in the car. So I I just try to keep things going, man, because I know it's hard for them. It's so much information. They get so much information that's coming in so many different places. And yeah, that's the problem. And it's hard for them, yo. It's hard. Well, if it's hard for them, it's going to be harder for the parent if they don't address the situation. That's a fact. You know, if you sit there and you let these devices raise your child, this this is why I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of whoopings. You know, I hear people all the time about tearing up somebody's tail and beat that kid ass, whatever, whatever. It's like, you don't train these kids, then you whoop them for being untrained. You know what I'm saying? And then you lie to yourself about training. And we done had this talk on the show so many times. You, yeah, you lie to of, yourself. I'm not a fan of whoopings either. I can't you know what I'm say saying? I've never done it. No, I'm not, a fan, fan. I'm not a fan, a fan of, of parents that. saying, I taught you better, none of that. I'm not a fan of none of that. Nobody's hearing you. You didn't put no time into this child, and they picked up a bunch of shit on the street, on YouTube, and for all yeah. them apps you got on the TV, because you're too busy to talk to them for at least an hour a day. Mm -hmm. Whether you're working two jobs, or you're working one job, and you juggling boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. Yeah. Or just let them talk. Let them talk. Have a moment, just let them vent. I, bro, I let them talk, bro. More so than that, just let, let them go. know they have value. Yeah. If you don't let them know they have value, they're going to find value in something else. Mm -hmm. And that's going to exponentially tear them down. And their children, they don't realize when they're being tore down. They don't realize when their spirit is being demolished. You know what I'm saying? They don't realize that. They don't realize when they're becoming a cold individual. They don't realize when they're turning into a reckless individual. They don't realize reper repercussions. I agree. You know what I'm saying? They don't realize none of that. They don't realize the price to pay for your access. They don't realize none of that. And they shouldn't know. have to be in situations to even understand that yet. Nah, because they're not, they not ready for that. They're not in a position to... Um, they're not ready for none of that. Just like nah. these kids ain't ready to start having sex at 12, 13 years old. You know what I'm saying? Mentally, they can't handle all that. Hell, some people can't handle it at 16. Why you bullshit? Nah, they can't. Shit, some motherfuckers can't handle it at our age. <laughs> Shit. I had a conversation with the roadside dude. He was telling me. I told him. I said, look, I said, too many of y'all use sex from medicinal properties, man. And y'all out here killing each other and killing yourselves over that medicine. Because yep. y'all got to have it to survive. Y'all ain't connected to nothing. You're not even connected to your own spirit. Nope. You just want to feel high. Whether it's the drug, whether it's the woman, it's all a drug. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Because he told I me agree. he had a problem with being jealous. And I was like, jealous of what? You don't own none of these women. Yeah. That woman let you take her out to dinner one time and had sex with you. Now you act like you own her. You gonna tell her where to go, where to what to dress, what to wear, who to talk to. Yo, they, you don't own nothing. Is, that shit is weird to me. That shit is weird. To what, me. Are, what are you jealous of, bro? I'm like, yo, you 28 years old. You know what I mean? I don't know if you had a kid or not, but you, you're admitting to me you have a jealousy problem. That's so you're weird. telling me you know you're wrong. Right. You're telling me you know you're wrong and you wilding. That's weird, bro. I've never had a crazy jealousy problem. Have I ever gotten my feelings? Yes. Yeah, we all gotten our feelings before. Have I ever acted upon it? No. No. You know what I'm saying? I just gotta be real mad. Yeah, then just let it go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't own nothing. Bro, I say that all the time, bro. I don't own these women. We don't own nothing on these women, bro. Nothing. We own absolutely nothing. 
So if she decided to take that shit with her and go and give it to somebody else, nigga, that's her, that's her shit. Yo. Bro, this man don't know you. You find out he's smashing your wife. You trying to find him so you can fight him. Nah. No. He don't even know you exist, bro. Right. So you're gonna fight him so he don't hit your wife no more. No. That's really your solution. Right. Somebody, please think about what 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 this is. Cause somebody, somebody listening to this podcast, even if it's just one of y'all, is doing it right now. Bro, the problem is it's you fighting this man mm -hmm. because your wife, girlfriend, or who you think is your girlfriend decided to have sex with him. So you're mad at him. Right. It's even worse when it's that girlfriend shit, bro. You y'all ain't no commitments, man. Only thing I understand is if I'm hitting your wife in your house. Yeah, I'm not with that shit. Because I know she don't live there by herself, bro. I can act like I don't know about you, yeah. but... Well, you see me you on the wall. You know what that... You see me on the wall. I tell my wife all the time, you, you if you cheat on me, cool. It is what it is. Life happens. Don't do that shit in my house, though. You can't do it in the house, bro. Because I'm I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. If I walk in on it, I'm fighting both of y'all. Both of y'all going to get these hands. Not just one. Everybody. That's a life of death situation. There's going to be an equal opportunity ass whooping that I'm going to be applying pressure on. Ain't nobody fighting no more. That's nope. the easy chance to get shot. And I'm walking in with my pistol anyway. We saw that video where the dude shot, got shot. He chasing people to the hotel. I'm not going to no hotel. You and fucking my old, fucking my queen in the hotel, bro. And that's I why I never out. understood. That's why I never understood the show Cheetahs. Even though I was a fan of watching it, I was in the Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. It very but they asked the guy, do you want to see the footage? Yes, I want to see it. No. No, nah, I, I just want to see a quick glimpse of it. So I, I oh, know I know that oh, evidence. Oh no! When you I'm, see it, they play the whole tape. Ain't no, ain't no. Oh, no, no, no it's, bro, it's up to me to walk away. What? It's up to me to walk away. Nah, nah, nah you sign papers. You sign papers, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. You gonna watch? Hey, you gonna watch this work? <clears throat> but but see, they don't have video of them actually piping them down. Yeah, they do. It's just, it's just video of them showing uh, up the places, listen. showing up it's the places. True. It's not true. That's edited for TV. Uh huh. I had a DVD with the unedited version, bro. They film everything. Stop lying, sir. That shit, yo, sir. I wish I would have kept it. It was classic. <laughs> they probably can't get away with selling that shit no more. Yo, they had a dude. His wife was an art, well, artist or some kind of artist or whatever, and mm -hmm. she he thought she was messing around with the dude in the studio. Mm -hmm. She was messing with the girl and the guy in the studio. Yeah, they had a threesome on camera and everything. Mm -hmm. They just black out the faces. Yo, they had real footage. Mm -hmm. Damn. One dude saw his wife giving top in the living room when he went to work while she washing clothes. I, I have watched one episode where they was in the car, and then you would see her head go down and man, and she yo, was out the unedited car. is wild, son. You'd be like, y'all wild for showing somebody that. <laughs> yeah, nah. What yeah. you saying, I get why you saying that. Yeah, man. I don't want to see my queen. I want to see my saw. queen. I want to see my queen getting <laughs> You'll be bop. sitting there like, man, she ain't never <laughs> teeth on me. What the fuck? He give my queen face, get a boot pop, face, bro. Give her face pain. <laughs> Man, Ain't no worse. Like, you see your queen getting boot pop, nigga. Oh no, nah. I'm with you. Nah, I'm it's worse. You. Somebody pull out the horse joint. Pause. <laughs> You'd be like, I don't even want to go up in this thing no more. <laughs> I can't. I am, this I is am unforgivable. So, I am so ashamed. This is unforgivable. Yo, I got this video I'm gonna play real quick, man. And um it's um it's it's a little disturbing in my book. It's a little disturbing. America's disturbing. That's a fact. America is disturbing. But it's an underlying conversation with this. Uh, 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 uh.
I stopped it there, but read the caption. This woman in this video was killed by her boyfriend in the back of her after making this TikTok video. She acknowledges that he's crazy. Dude killed her. And then you go into the here. Whoa. You go into here, Columbia. Columbia. Boyfriend then proceeded to kill himself. Yup. Yep. Domestic shooting. Remember by her? Uh, see? Yeah, you got send you gotta send me that joint. All right, I'll send it to you. But yeah. Now, she and if you read down more on the topic or in the conversation, they, you know, of course, what, you know, what was what was the motive? That same shit you were just talking about. Jealousy. David the other. What's, what's... Jealousy and a bunch and insecurity. What if, if she's with you, what are you jealous about? You on vacation. What she was talking to the waiter? Bro, you six days in DR. She said surviving her crazy boyfriend. You probably like, got mad at that caption. No, but no, if they but they, they they have a track record and they of course you know people went to her and her Twitter. So he's been whooping her ass for a while. Yeah, they have a track record of toxic. But think about this, bro. And and I've seen this way too many times where it's highlighted that it ain't love unless it's toxic. Or I gotta be, you know what I mean? His, the loving is so good. Before. No, I don't want to tell that before. She said, I, how I, I, she said, she said, not to cut you off, like I said, mm -hmm. I forget. Mm -hmm. She said verbatim, how are we going to get to know each other if we don't fight? See? She thought arguing was how you get to know each, you know each other. I knew a chick personally who dude would beat her ass, but she said his, she don't know if she could find a better dick than his. So she deals with it. Personally told me that shit. She was feeling like she was confiding in me. And I told her to her face, I said, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. I've heard it before, though. Me too. I, I heard, heard it before. Heard, After I, that, I've heard it quite I've a few heard times. Men. I've too. heard men say that. The girl, you know, the sex is so crazy. Now, I dealt with my ex-wife for mad long, and I knew, the, knew her was fucking stupid. But the sex was so fucking phenomenal, it was like it kept me sitting there. Being yeah, you was young and you, dumb. You was 12. Being young and dumb. Yeah, when you was twelve. These niggas in their forties still doing that shit, bro. No, nah, that's no. You just these, these people here are young. These kids are young. These are children compared to what we are right now. Doing this shit, it don't make no sense, bro. I like I know I don't, and I never want to bash on um a woman in distress or anything like that. But you you can't tell me there's not a time in the day that your ass can't leave. That this person got you on lockdown this much, but a lot of people are, are they they they're kind of attracted, <laughs> right? I'll say this: I'll they're attracted to that drama somewhat. Not exactly. not getting beat on, but they right. kind of like a man that's overprotective. Because I've had someone tell me that I don't care because I'm not a big arguing person. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't feel. Like wasting rhetoric. Even you and I go back and forth sometimes with situations. Yeah, but that's I'll, I'll give an intelligent conversation in return, and you be like, "Oh, you better than me." You could, we do it all the time. Yeah, but that's joking. But no, in real life, I've had people, women say to me, "I act like I don't care." I'm like, "So I don't care because I don't argue if I disagree with you." You know, I don't agree with that shit, right? Right. So <laughs> you still chose to do it. Mm -hmm. I ain't going nowhere. You know how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. And then some people. Like, like, I know women are good for saying this. Like, you know my mouth. 
just because you curse out a few people. That shit ain't effective. Not at all. You know how many women curse out their child, and the child just gets in his feelings, and then they wake up in the morning and do the same shit again? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't do nothing. You curse out your boyfriend, he gets quiet, he don't talk to you the rest of the night. You give him the pussy again the next day. Like, and, that don't mean and, also, and also, don't give a fuck about your mouth. But then he still don't know what you sure. meant. Right, I sure. still don't even know why you're really upset. I don't know what you want me to do to change it. I don't know where we're going to meet each other at halfway to fix this, because all you did was yell and curse at me. Right. And I'm only letting that go as far as I'm staying. Because if I get to the point where I ain't staying, I'm not hearing that no more. And I'm not going to hear that, but to a certain point. Right, I agree. After a while, it's almost like, oh. She'd be like, what? You'd be like, oh. Oh, yeah. I'm not here for none of that back. Yeah, that was enough. I ain't here for none of that. Because I ain't got nothing to say, and I think you said enough. Yeah, I ain't here for none of that. Because you just said the same shit over and over again. Then you're telling me I don't care. I do care. That's why I'm not saying nothing in response. Right, right. It's just sad, bro. It's just sad, man, when I see young women, young, intelligent women falling falling for the bullshit, man. And they, now they, no, they no longer here because. Look, I had a, uh, this fits in with the story. Young lady at work, Mm -hmm. she said how she punched her baby father in the face one time. Mm-hmm. And her justification was, I was mad. I said, um, how many fights you had in high school? She was like, I never had a fight with a bitch before. So you never had a fight with a woman a day in your life, but you decided to punch a man in the face. I said, what if he hit you back? That bitch-ass nigga better not hit me back. So he's a bitch-ass nigga now for defending himself. Because you punched him in the face. Bro, and, and a lot of that happens, bro. Why do, you think, happens. why do you think that's okay? This is somebody you had a baby with. Right. Y'all ain't even had a relationship because y'all young as hell. Right. You just gave him some ass, unprotected, and you let him shoot the club up, and this is what happened. Right. And you punched him in the face because you was mad. Like, come on, man. Yeah, no, I'm with you. People die behind that stuff. Every day. I'll I'll go into um my life real quick. My um we moved to South Carolina literally with the clothes we had on in a book bag. Um, my mom uprooted us because my dad was abusive. Dad was abusive as hell, bro. I was nine, 10 years old, 10 years old. Yeah. Um, dad was super abusive. We moved here on a Greyhound bus, me, her, and my um two brothers. And we literally just, you know, snatched us up out of school um, down to the point where teachers and like principal was helping her, like, because it was a domestic violence situation. So they helped mm-hmm. you. And they know, look, we got to move fast because he might pop up at any time. And that's and that's what was going on. Like, and we uprooted and we was gone. Because I does many a time I see my mom, you know, getting her ass whooped by my dad. So but I jumped in. I jumped in to help my mom one time. My dad whooped my ass. I was a fucking nine-year-old, you know, yeah. kid. Yeah. Not like I do with no grown ass man. You know what I'm saying? And um, that nigga beat the shit out of me. And that's my mom said that's when she realized it's time to go. Because yeah. now it's because she was gonna kill him. She had planned to kill him. In her mind, she had planned to kill him. She didn't think about if I kill him, my kids ain't gonna have no parents. She was thinking, I'm going to kill him until he till he beat me up that time. And then she was like, No, I gotta move us all. And then we moved to South Carolina. I ain't seen my dad since that day, since that time. I haven't seen him in person since I was 10. It's it's not even speaking on him just in general. Right. 
all the things in life that we hold internally. Oh yeah, that turn, that turn us into this cold, violent, cold person. person. Oh yeah, no, he has some, he has some, he has some issues internally. We yeah. sit there and we just let that shit compound. And but then we put it on the people we love the most. That's the sad part about it. But you destroy your family as a result, and then yeah. you grow old and miserable. Exactly, and, al and alone because he's still alive in a wheelchair. Yeah, come on, man. Still alive, sitting in a wheelchair. So. A painful ending. Yep. Yep. Living in Maine. That's the last thing I was told. I mean, I, I watched the documentary of C.T. Fletcher, and he talked about how abusive his father was. And he brought the cameras to go see his father. And he spoke on how his father, like, never had a kind word to say about him. And the father said something about, like, always knowing his son was going to be this or be that or whatever. You can see a look on C.T. Fletcher's face, like, Snick lie. Yeah, but like a motherfucker. <laughs> this old man, okay. But he held it together for the cameras and he walked out. He was happy that he did, you know, go see his father, but mm -hmm. he kind of got relief in the fact that he saw him and moved on with his life. A lot of black men live with a lot of pain and some of that shit is self-inflicted. I agree. I agree. A lot I of it's self-inflicted, man. I know my dad was in Vietnam, you know, he went through all that. And but you know, a lot of that, drugs. a lot of that, yeah, the Vietnam destroyed a lot of people. Yep, drugs. He was heavy in drugs. Yeah, Vietnam killed a lot of. I mean, killed oh. a lot of people on the inside. Even though they still oh, yeah. living, they they did on the inside. Yeah, not justifying anybody's actions, but no, they basically no. they basically just got dropped off when they came. No, you right, you right, you on your own, nigga. That's, I know you have it I know you, you damaged mentally. I know your health is probably fucked up. You probably gonna have cancer. But but uh, yeah, but um. Thank you for your we'll service. You up on this corner right here. Yeah, what? <laughs> Thank you for your service. They love to say that. Thank you for your yep. service. <laughs> but you know, yeah, it cracks man. me up every time I wear my military jacket. They be like, "Thank you for your service." I be looking like, "Fuck it." <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you sent me a video, but I'm gonna save that for the next part. Um, I think, man, this is the last thing, man. This is just something funny, bro. Just a quick hit. Just a quick hit, and then we gonna edit up out of here. Uh -oh. I think. I think he had. A, he made a good point, man. This is gonna be something funny, bro. Oh, Gilly, huh? Oh, yeah, something, something we can laugh at. From old, old Gilly. Barber who cut a nigga's shit so good, he had chalk around his shit. Because niggas been cutting forever. I never seen that. Like, we use the same clippers and these. Like, what clippers is y'all using? I just want to know who was the first nigga to do that. Because I ain't going to lie, my son popped up with a chalky biscuit. I wanted to dip his ass in some bath water so fast. <laughs> who was the first barber who cut a nigga's shit so good, he had chalk around his shit? <laughs> I, I don't understand it, bro. I saw a person in real life. I just thought that was some internet shit. And then I saw a kid in real life with the chalk all the way outlined around his shit. You're not supposed to leave the, the barbershop with that there. Somebody in the comments said it's dead skin from the razor. I'm like, no. It's no, it's not. not. That's not. They write they write it in short. I mean, that's a lot that's, of they're supposed to use that to help you help with your lineup. But that was yeah. from what I was always told, that was when you was new to barbering. You would use that to help with the with the shape up. So that's why you use the line in chart. No, a lot of people just you know use saying? it as a guy. Like a lot of people. Yeah, it's a guy. A, mm -hmm. a lot of people that's into beard care, they do it. On the line, just to make sure it's even or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, my man St used to use it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I never walked out of there with a fucking chalk line on my head. 
but I see people with it. Yo, I don't understand a lot of fads that happen, and, I, and we don't usually question it. He no, questions, we don't. He questions something that your man is in the back dying because he probably been thinking about it forever. <laughs> right. A lot of cats probably oh. have, man, man. And then Gilly Ball, too, so it's like, yo, I'm not even doing that. When he said a chalky biscuit, I was like, yo, <laughs> yo he's, he's wild yeah, for that one. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. Yo, man, outside of the Black Male Podcast, the, the best um, show on TV, um, best show online right now is Cam and Mace. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. I was going to say Cam, Cam and Mace. Got me Cam and Mace got the best show on TV. You know, I don't even watch old episodes. I'm going to start listening to that shit when I drive to work. Bro, I watched my, I listened to my very first total full episode. And just alive, I cracked man. up laughing the whole, and it's a sports show. So they talk about sports. That shit is so, it's, yo, the way they talk about sports is how you and I talk about sports. They, they way worse, bro. Takes be all over the place. We're going to argue, and then we're going to say some more wild shit, and then niggas is laughing. It's literally that, though. <laughs> like yeah, it's literally that niggas is all over the place, bro. <laughs> Just like us, bro. We be all over the place with this shit, dog. Now, sometimes we be on point, but we be all over the place. And I listened to them, and I was like, yo, they cracked me up, yo. Because who would have thought that Cam and Mace, at this tenure in their life, both of them damn near 50, if not 50 already, would get along in this manner. You know, they was beefing for a decade, for a decade. It wasn't really beef though. Nah. But Cam kind of came out and said his part. Mm-hmm. I understood it, but I respected the fact that as a man, he, you know, he admitted to it. I did. But too. um, I don't think Mace actually watches basketball games, man. No, he can't. There's no way. There's Mace no be saying so. Mace be <laughs> There's no way, son. There's no way Mace watch a game. Not not one game, son. I think he watches like certain people because Mace will say some shit. And you'd be, like, be like, bro, you don't believe that. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> like come on, come on, Pastor Mason. <laughs> but I'll say this: I don't think anybody thought Mason had that much personality. Nah, nah. I mean, I like the show for that. Him and Cam, yeah. I, I think it's dope. Everybody, I guess when you when you look at bad. the videos from back in the day with Mace, how he used to like to bend around, bend around, like how he used to dance and stuff. So you would think, but that's that Diddy's per- personality. No, right. that's Diddy's right. personality. That is Diddy's personality. He's right. fitting in with Diddy now. He's being his own man. And it's bugged out. It's like, yo, Mace is actually all right. Like, yeah. Now I see why they was cool with that niggas. Back in the days, you'd be like, how y'all cool with these niggas? He sounds like he's slow. Right. He just talks, you know, the way he talks. He just got a laid back flow. Yep. And their chemistry is dope. From Florida, man. From Jackson. And you can and you can tell, you know, they they you can tell it's genuine love there. No, no, you I'll can't. Put that no, you can't. Yeah. No, you can tell they friends. They're I, really friends. Yeah, I like when I'm saying some goofy shit. You can't be like, are we doing that today? Yo. Let me know. Let me know. Let <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. doing that today. Let me know. <laughs> Yo, he yeah. be killing me with that I shit. I be laughing, son. Oh, I like be... the girl. I like the girl in the middle. It's, it's like a nice little touch. It's it's like a true sports show. I mean, actually, it is. It's a spoof for one, but it's yeah. actually dope. Yeah. I could see them taking it to probably bar stool or something like that. Not complex, but maybe Barstool. I don't like them Barstool niggas. I don't like Barstool at all, neither. So. Gilly had them out. I mean, they still get checks from him, but he had them out. They shouldn't get mad at it. They should be able to speak their piece. It wasn't personal. You deserve yeah. to get aired out. Yeah, Dave, what, Purton Boy or some shit? He's a lame. But he's been a lame. Been a lame. Well, I, I just hate the fact that everybody attacked um, 
Yo, you know, Angel Beach from. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of seeing her. Um, I seen her on my timeline a couple uh little blog sites with her dealing with sports. They got her in the bathroom gyrating and shit like that. I don't want to see that shit. You only want to see that because she's young. You like yo, that's like your daughter. It just don't. It don't look like nothing appealing to watch. I mean, whatever the reason is, I don't want to see her grinding her booty. Right. Go hoop. Just Go hoop. Get some indoor. Yo, I'm upset that being a kid has to do with you shaking your ass on the internet. I know, I know, but we in that era. Bro. I know what you I meant, know, but I I, yo, son, I'm I, not look, feeling that, bro. When I said it, I felt like shit saying it. <laughs> I felt like shit saying it. Man, I don't like that, bro. I felt like shit saying it. I don't it, like that. I don't like that. And she getting them endorsements. Her NIL deal, she making more than fucking she can, she can most hold. college player. Most college player. Yeah, so when she going to the WNBA, she was like, I ain't thinking about that. I ain't in no rush for that. <laughs> I'm making a million dollars a year in college. Yep. Her and w her homegirl. WNBA ain't gonna pay me no bread. Yeah, her and Yo. her homegirl said that shit. You know her father, um... Yo, camouflage daughter, right? I just found that out. Yeah, watching the thing, yo. Because I, I, interv I interviewed shit. camouflage back in the days when I saw a video. She was like, "Yeah, the cut friends record. camouflage." That cut friends record was fire. Yeah, I, I interviewed him. I interviewed him on um, back then. Because I remember that yeah. song being played. I um, I remember in South Carolina, they um, camouflage came perform that record because I got to smoke with camouflage because I opened up for him. So I was the I was the local the local opening act. And then it was like, like and then like it was then name. it was camouflage, and then it was somebody bigger than camouflage at the time. So it was like me, local opening act, but I had a fan base. So I had more than damn three people that <laughs> had a fan base. And then it was camouflage, and then the um the major opening act. And me and camouflage got to smoke together and and politic. I know he was like, yo, we should do a record together. I just never pursued it. I just never pursued it. Never, never pursued it. He was super dope. Yeah. He knew the he knew that's the people that was over my label too. Like, he was super. I think that's a dope story, man. I like the LSU team though. They they who? Nah, me too. me too. Me too. Me too. And they deep. I don't. I'm not. I don't watch a lot of college basketball with women, but I don't remember a women's team being that deep. <clears throat> outside, I mean, of, um, they UConn. got people coming outside of UConn. Fish. I don't even okay. count UConn because UConn is like. <laughs> yep. Fucking remember, some shit. But you remember the old school Tennessee when um when um Pat Summit was alive and well shit, them Tennessee yeah. teams used to be crazy. Yeah, I was a kid. Gina Oriema and I Pat definitely Summit. wasn't watching women basketball back then. I was nah, I did. That's when I watched it. I watched it heavy with Gina Oriema and Pat nah, Summit. The girls were little boys back then. I wanted to play for no, that was just shit a couple of years ago. That wasn't even that long ago. Pat what, Summit. Pat Summit? Yeah, she just she she just died. I think what two years ago. She was coaching heavy just a couple. Yeah, years but ago. she was banging when she was popping off. It was decades ago. No, so, she was really. Nah, cool. I think her last chip was in in the early in the um, mid two thousands. Mid two thousands. Yeah. 2000s. No mid. I think the mid two thousand. Last time Pat Summit won the um, national championship. All right, well, don't start googling this shit. We ain't got no. time. <laughs> All right, man. So yo, give us the own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let it go. I want to say everybody, let it go. Let go of those things that aren't good for your spirit, that's not good for your soul. We hold on to things too long. Right. Whether it's relationships, whether it's a career that got you in a, in a, in a hole, whether it's a job that's saying you to get, whatever it is that ain't good to your spirit, let it go. Start putting mm -hmm. good things into your body. Go get some sunlight. Go exercise. Go take a walk. Start eating some fruit. Start eating your vegetables. Get Definitely that, get that, nice. get that neck bone out your collard greens. 
ain't had that in a long time. You know what I mean? Just some of y'all won't even walk to the mailbox. Y'all drive the car up to the mailbox. You know what I mean? Go out there, get some sun, get some walk. Get you're gonna feel better. My man even said he's working out now, his knees feel a little better. It does. That can't hurt. Your mind is clear. You ain't blacking out, cursing out people. Because he's emotional. You know what I'm saying? Out there, man. Yo, let it go. Let it go. I agree. I agree. And what would you consider the mid 2000s? If this is 2023, 2010, 2009. All right, so it's probably early then. Her last chip was 2008. As I said, you talking about 20 years ago? But you wasn't a kid. You wasn't a kid in 2008. You was a whole grown nigga with a job and a pension. This nigga said a job with a pension. <laughs> Yo, because in 2008, I just moved to North Carolina, <laughs> so I had a job and a pension. So I know you, I know you had a job in a pension. 2008? Nah, nah, nope, nope. You was fresh out the box. <laughs> Too <laughs> hot in the cot. <laughs> that money, that money might have been different 2008, bro. But I get what you're saying. <laughs> in theory, you talking some good shit. Yo, once again, man, I ain't fuck with this, man. This is a black male podcast. CS is who I am. Jake Dad is who I am. Turn in and watch the Knicks. Yeah, I was about to say, man, we're going to see if the Knicks can pull it out. Uh, today. We got to hit him with the ooh. Series over. That's why your jersey's small. We your jersey out. ain't small. <laughs>